Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Zechariah chapter 12 verse 1 says that the burden of the Lord Sorry, the burden of the word of God, of the Lord for Israel, says the Lord, which stretches forth the heavens and lays the foundation of the earth and forms the spirit of man within him. So, if you want to build a house you don't finish a house before you build it you build the house decorate the house finish before you finish the house so he says that that says the Lord who stretches out the heavens don't mind those who said the heavens came by themselves. The heaven didn't appear by itself. There is a maker. He stretched out the heavens. It's like the way you take a maybe bed sheet, throw it out. He stretched out the heavens. So the order of creation, the beginning, God created what? The earth and the heavens? Genesis 1.1. What happened in the beginning? What is the order? So he formed the heaven, then formed the earth. So Zechariah says that the Lord which stretches the heavens first, when he finished the heavens, then made the earth second. And then the more, what is more important than the heavens and the earth? The reason why the heavens and the earth were made, then he made that one. So the center of the universe is not the sun. The center of creation of God is the spirit in man. And forms the spirit of man within him. And everybody, if you are a human being, animals don't have it, but human beings have God as a shape spirit-shaped space inside them that is meant for spirit. And it is created, it was made in such a way that the Holy Spirit is the perfect spirit that feels it. But in the absence of the Holy Spirit, other things will feel it. That is why Jesus said in Luke chapter 11, Verse 24, that when an unclean spirit, say unclean spirit. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, where was the spirit inside the man? Which part of the spirit? That's not for biology. It's above the scope of biology. No doctor can cure what a devil has done, what a demon has started. So, the Bible says that um, Acts chapter 19 Verse 12, God wrought special miracles by the hands of 
verse 11. God worked verse 11 by down. Verse 12. So that even handkerchiefs from his body were brought from were brought from his body to the sick and the diseases left ah, diseases and the evil spirits went out of them the sick people so an evil spirit is behind that diagnosis what the doctors are diagnosing much of the time there is a spirit responsible for sickness that's why Jesus could lay hands on the sick without medication. And he said, peace be still. And people were healed. Now we have a pseudo and a false watered down type of Christianity that does not believe in the power of God. Jesus said, you don't know the scriptures, not the power of God. Because they have not created room for the operation of the Holy Spirit. They don't realize it. It's one of the one very interesting thing is um, there can be maybe a military base near your house, but you never know. Or you haven't seen from above, and you don't even know the activities that is going on. So you never know. So um, the unclean spirits occupy people. In Luke chapter 13, Verse 13, that was. It says that, that's not. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Now, this woman for, for 18 years was like this. She couldn't. Bible said in verse 11, she could in no wise. There's no way, practically. If you take her to the lab, uh, sorry, to, to the hospital, and they do tests, and then they, they do a scan or x-ray, you see that the shape of a spinal or vertebral column, it is like this. So it's like she was born with a condition, it cannot be straightened. So Bible said for many years, 18 years, she's always been like this. And what was sad was she could in no wise lift her head. But what I like about her, she still went to church. And Jesus saw her, called her to himself, and he said, woman, Thou art loosed from your infirmity. I don't care what X-ray will say. And then verse 13 says, He laid his hand on her, and immediately she was made whole and glorified God. Look at the next verse. And the Pharisees were saying that, Why are you healing somebody on the day of rest? You are working. You know the tax man, anything. If someone gives you a gift, he says, You have to pay tax and everything. So everything they see, what they, so someone who has been healed on a Sabbath day, they had a problem with it. And so the synagogue, the ruler of the synagogue says with indignation, because Jesus had healed the woman, said, there are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on any of these days, not today. <laughs> the Lord then answered, hypocrite! Does not each of you on the Sabbath day lose your ox and donkey from the stall and lead it? Because he has to drink. The donkeys, they don't know Sabbath day. But they have their own donkeys at home. On that day, they will lose it and then take him to go and drink and come. And that one, you don't say is work. Your own donkey. It's, it's your donkey. So you think that it doesn't. And he said, ought not this woman. That's why I was there. Then the, the, ought, so ought not this woman, being daughter of Abraham, whom, whom what? 
So you are seeing just sickness, but Satan was behind it. Satan was the one who has made her like this for 18 years. So spirits afflict people and spirits also hide in people. There are some of you here, there are spirits hiding inside you. Yeah, that's why you, you like something. Every addiction has a spirit assigned to it. Yeah. God formed a spirit of man in him purposely for the habitation of his spirit. So Jesus said, when a spirit leaves a man, Luke chapter 11, 24, when a spirit leaves a man, say leave. When a spirit leaves a man, here is, is, is not the end of the game. Because he hasn't given up. When a spirit leaves a man, he goes through places seeking rest and finding and says, I will return to my house. There is a space in you for a spirit. God, stretch out the heavens from the earth and then created the spirit of man inside him. So there, you must of necessity be filled with the Holy Spirit. The reason why God got you born again is not so you go to heaven. Heaven is a byproduct. Actually, when we go, we won't stay there. We just go and say, okay, look, now let's all go down earth. This is Revelation 21. Revelation 22, everything is finished. And by this time, Revelation 21, Satan was known anyway. So when we go, he said, you come down from heaven. Yeah, now, we, okay, oh, let's go. And he says that, verse three, look at verse 3. Verse 3 said, and I heard a loud voice saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and they will live ever, ever, happily ever after. <laughs> so with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. He's now living. His, that's why God created man. So he can put himself into man. And Satan came inside. And he took the rest of the Bible to prepare a new people. Yes. So when he formed us, because he's a spirit, he formed us as human beings and he created a spirit in us so that our spirits can team up with his spirit. There is a place and there is, if I should use the word in a loose, there's a hole inside you which was made for God to fit in. But it can happen, as I said, Jesus, unless you are in Christ. So Jesus came to die for us. Galatians 3.13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Having been made a curse for us. As far as it's written, curse is anyone who hangs on the tree. Verse 14. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon us, the Gentiles also. That's not the end that we might receive the promise. So after you become born again, the end is the spirit. The spirit's beginning to saturate you and spreading. When we went for camp, I was teaching them, the spirit of God is in me and he's spreading. The spirit of God is inside you and must be spreading. But most of us, we have put him and actually locked him up in some way. He can't even breathe. Yeah, inside, somewhere inside you, is squashed by a lot of other things. And so, can I have some space? No space. No space for him. 
in John chapter 737, Jesus said, Anyone, if any man tests, let him come to me and drink. And out of his belly or his inner man shall flow rivers of living waters. For he who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his inner man shall flow. Then verse 39 says that, For this speak he concerning the spirits, watch this, which those who believe in him should receive. Spoke he concerning the spirit whom those who believe in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given. Why? Because Jesus had not yet gone to the cross and resurrected. So he didn't get die on the cross just so he can be born again. But you can't have the spirit of God if you are not a child of God. So he got, he died and paid for our sins. So the work of the cross was to pay for the sins we owe. And then when, so the, it's two ways. Death has the terminating effect and germinating effect. So it terminated the Adam in us and germinated the new life in us. Now that is called regeneration. That germination of the new life is what makes you able to receive the spirit of God. Other than that, no human being can receive the spirit of God. So now he said this is going to happen, but he said it at the time when he hadn't done the termination work and the germination work. Because that was him being glorified. Because he said, which those who believe in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given. Why? Because Jesus hasn't died. So after his death, now he paved the way those of us in Christ to receive his spirit. Now, why, I know I started by saying there is a spirit-shaped hole, space, vacuum, inside a man which must be filled with the Holy Spirit, but he can't feel it unless your sins have been washed. The Adam in you has been terminated and a new life in, in Christ has started. Then the Holy Spirit comes upon people. You have to desire, if you are born again now, the next thing is you have to have a desire for the Holy Spirit. It's a bit disappointing that people are born again and they are not hungry for the Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, then you can fulfill what God wants you to do. You can't do anything for God by yourself. Because you don't have it. You don't have it. The reason, why, the reason why men cannot be pregnant is because they don't have a womb. But the womb is not for decoration. The womb is there to carry for germination of life. In the same way, there is a space in you. It's like a womb of the spirit where the spirit of God can come and then from inside you begin to operate. Bible says that God formed the spirit of man in him. Zechariah chapter 12 verse 1. Straight the heavens from the earth and formed and forms the spirit of man in him. That's the only place that the spirit of God can accommodate. So Proverbs 20, 27 said, the spirit of man, say the spirit of man. Please say it again, say the spirit of man. That means that man has spirit. So whether you are born again or you are not born again, you have a spirit. 
That's why spirits can come and live inside you. Man has spirit. So he said, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So if God wants to work inside you, he depends on your spirit. Your spirit is the only one that knows deep inside. Everything that goes inside, on inside you is your spirit. Job chapter 32 verse 8. There is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty gives him understanding. There is a certain inspirational dimension. There is an inspirational dimension. That's what I'm trying to draw your attention to. You can't achieve anything for God without his spirit. There's an inspirational dimension. There is a dimension when even Jesus needed the spirit for him to start his ministry. He needed the spirit. Because it takes the spirit of in, in Daniel chapter 4. Daniel chapter 4. Verse 8, Daniel chapter 4, verse 9, Daniel chapter 4, verse 18, Daniel chapter 5, verse 11 is the one I prefer, or possibly verse 14 is shorter. Daniel chapter 5, verse 14. He said, the king calls Daniel, he comes, he said, I've heard about you. I have heard of you, that the spirit of God is in you. Kai, Jesus. He said, I've heard about you, that the spirit of God is in you. And because of the spirit of God being in you, the resultant is first, and that light, kind, uh, light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. These things are loaded in you because the spirit of God is in you. When the spirit of God comes into you, don't pray, God, Holy Spirit, I want to see you. He never reveals himself. Well, he wants to reveal himself He's not interested in revealing himself. The more you pray for the Holy Spirit to come in me, come on me, the more certain things begin to develop in you, which is of the Lord. The more you are able to do God's work better, the more you are able to pray more, the more you are reading, you are, you are reading your Bible and understanding more, the more your preaching life is becoming better. Why? Because you are asking for the Holy Spirit. You won't see him, but you begin to notice the effect. He said, because of that, light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found inside you. Verse 8, chapter 4 of Daniel said how, ah, he said uh, the spirit of the gods are inside you. <laughs> the man had a dream, he couldn't get the interpretation. But Daniel, but at last, Daniel came before me. His name is Belshazzar, according to the name of my God. In him is the spirit of the Holy God. The King Nebuchadnezzar said, this guy, the spirit of the Holy God is inside him. <laughs> and I told him the dream. And he revealed, gave me the revelation of the dream. Chapter 5, verse 11, is when they were telling Nebuchadnezzar's son about Daniel. He said, there's a man in your kingdom. There's a man. <laughs> They will hear about you. They will hear about you. They will hear about you. You don't need to advertise yourself when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Because you begin to produce things that are not natural with you. And you can't claim that is you. He said, there is a man in your kingdom in whom the spirit of the holy, uh, is the spirit of the holy God. In the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in the sky. The 
there's something in him that makes him produce certain results that are supernatural. I'm describing what's about to happen to you. So what you should be desiring, don't be desiring just, I don't want to sin. You have to have a determination. But it's not that I don't want to sin. I don't want to get angry again. I don't want to quarrel. Stop those laws. It's legalism. It's legalism. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. The Ten Commandments, it's already imprinted in the heart of man. Because that is a sign that God created you. When he created you, he put his moral law inside you. So whether you know God, he says that their conscience is accusing or excusing them because his law is written in their hearts. And what a, a, a apostate, when we say apostate, is godless, that they turn their back on God. An apostate society will do is to recondition people to make them feel that there's nothing wrong with what God has put in your heart. It's wrong. Praise God. So, it is so important to understand that the spirit of God comes on you and produces certain results. Stop saying, oh, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need you so I can stop fornicating. I need you, I can stop lying. I need you, I can stop. You have to determine to stop it. I receive help and then Come upon me and make me a different person for you. Let me do more for you. So, and then you begin to watch this. Watch this. You begin to put systems in place that will facilitate your pursuit of the spirit. Not systems that will not make you sin. Because once you are pursuing the spirit, you won't have. It says in Galatians five sixteen, it says that uh, uh, walk in the spirit, and the flesh will not be your problem. <laughs> is it not in the Bible? What? You are, all your energy is to tame your flesh. But it's not in human beings to be able to tame the flesh. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Andrew, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Carol's Ministries. Stay blessed.